Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched all of the Oscar-nominated best films. I watched all but one of the Oscar-nominated best films, you asshole. And this is The Other Half! Oscar Special! Sort of like a special mini episode. Small, know. tiny. We're just going to throw it. You know what, man? Throw it We're trying you. to experiment with this other half podcast. Yes. This is our podcast. We do what we want. And we want to talk about not a movie. We want to talk about all, all movies. the movies. We want to talk about all the movies that are happening. So this is like the first time we yeah. kind of got all. I don't know if you've ever done this before. You've seen every single I've Oscar now seen every movie. single Oscar nominated film. We just saw Dunkirk last night with a bunch of friends. Yes, we did. We want to kind of want to talk about stuff like I mean, that. Yeah, we want to discuss because, you know, we left that one out. Uh, I don't think we went deep enough in movies that we've already seen. So now that I've seen all of them and you've seen all but three billboards, um, yes. we're going to sort of uh, give our thoughts on it. And we've actually now seen. Dunkirk together, so yes. we can actually talk about Dunkirk exactly, one-on-one, which is nice. So, um, yeah, so yeah, we're just gonna mainly talk about best picture. I don't know if we're only going to like actors and stuff. No, it's just no. best picture. Okay, I don't think we've seen all the movies. So, like I said, actors. you've never done this sort of thing where you have you seen every single every single Oscar movie not before? Last year, I don't think. No. no, last year definitely not. Mm-hmm. You definitely saw like the big ones. I think. Yeah, like last year There's I saw La La Land and Moonlight, so I was aware of like what people like what was up the two what? bigger ones. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there is a two bigger ones this year? Do you think there is like a two juggernauts that are kind of? I was going to ask you it? the same thing. I feel like the two movies that are going to be up against each other are Get Out and Call Me by your name interesting see i think it's get out ladybird oh really mm-hmm. interesting because i think call me the thing is it's like i'm always in the argument of like oscars are just gonna nominate because like last year was hard because it's like oscars like two things they like like minority films like move films about minority so they people. really like them or they just pretend to like well them? they pretend to like them okay, but that's the idea is that they pretend to like them by giving them awards and that's it. But and not the actors. Just never the, the movie. actors. Just the movies. So like last year was really difficult because the other thing Oscar likes is movies about movies. That's like very true. Birdman won, which deserved it. Artist. Artist won, uh, which didn't. Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. I don't won. know if that one best picture. I don't actually. know. But uh, the thing is, last year it was La La Land, which is a movie about like musicals and the classic musical, and you know Moonlight, which was about uh, black gay youths and mm-hmm. stuff. And I really enjoyed Moonlight. I did deserve. I think I do believe it needed a win, but. That was the hard part. It's like, who's going to win between these two? Like, those are the ones that yep. are up against each other. So this year, we have a movie about, uh, like, a gay couple uh, during the 80s. And we have a movie about, like, black people in America and how it how that's like to deal with white people in America. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why these two movies are up against. Well, I think these that's two That's why you think that? Up. Okay, so yeah. I, I, I think the, uh, the Get Out argument is fine. But I, I think Calling By Your Name... While a good movie, yeah, yeah, I feel like I remember. I feel like Oscar people are just gonna look at it and be like, "We already paid our dues with B- Brokeback Mountain." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a shitty thing to say. And Moonlight. And Moonlight. Yeah. Like well, they just had that beforehand, but mm. they could also say that about Get Out. They're like, "Oh, we had a black main character." Or That's whatever. the thing. Yeah. So they could think that. Be like, so oh, why we do you think did Lady that. Bird is down? So I think Lady Bird is. I think I think it's a woman director. It's a very strong female cast. It's very different. Mm. It's very. Uh, it's very quiet. Very quiet. Has a lot of good acting in it, mm. but it also resonated with a lot of people. That's true. It did. Um, I feel like if anything, Can I see the list of best picture. Yeah, I have it right here. Okay. I feel like if anything, it's a little bit more. Akin to La La Land, as like as opposed to right. um, uh, Moonlight, which Moonlight is different. Moonlight is more, I feel, falls in the line of calling by your name this mm. year, but um, just because of the quietness of it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a very quiet film. 
but yeah, it. I think those are the, for for me. I think those are the two big ones. I feel like Lady Bird is just because it has a lot of good press around it. Like totally. no one, no one ever came out and was like, eh, "That's all right." Like I feel like that. Uh, I, I, but also, so did Get Out. Like Get Out is Get Out is a very strong contender for best picture. You for, think it's gonna I win? Think, see, I or think, you it think it is. Deserves to win, but I think I think it totally deserves to win because it also is an interesting one because it's the only movie to come out like in February. Yeah, that made it. In the back of everyone's mind, they right. go all the way to the end. See, for me, it's a big deal because it's a horror comedy, too. and also it's a horror comedy. Like that would be amazing. But yeah. you know, they, they've gave uh, um, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King Best Picture. That's true. Which is something they've never done. They never given like a fantasy, a fantasy film. film. So there has been precedent. Like they've for given this it stuff. to like, but that's the thing too. They give it to like a movie like The Exorcist, or they give it to a movie like Sons of the Lambs, and the movie become goes from a horror movie to like a psychological thriller film. So mm, yeah. that's true. That's what I'm interested about this one too. But I also feel like Get Out could be a psychological. This is how it happens. Yeah. This is how it happened when when we first saw the movie. It was like, oh, cool. This is a cool little horror film. And now that it's getting closer to Oscars, everyone's like, yeah, it's more of like a psychological thriller more than anything else. I don't know. Then we have this discussion: of what defines a horror movie between a thriller? At one point, did we? I don't know. Maybe because I feel like for me, a horror movie is uh, a little bit more like um, what's <coughs> the word? I'm trying to think like. More monster focused. Well, see, I agree with you, but I think that so there's a couple of reasons why I think it's a horror movie over a psychological thriller. One, I consider psychological thrillers uh, thrillers a bit more grounded. Like, for instance, a seven or a uh, even if you want, I'll, I'll even give you Sounds of the Lambs. These are grounded films. Get Out is a movie where people take out a brain of a person and put it into another person's Spoilers, body. But yes, sorry. That's not very grounded. It's more that is like a metaphor for a deeper, like horrifying meaning, or mm. a, more a metaphor for a deeper thing that happens in America, um, which usually is seen in horror movies. You know, what about something that is say like um, I don't know, like Moon. Moon. Oh yeah, that movie. That's definitely a psycho. That's probably a psychological thriller because it comes in the sci-fi, which is not grounded in a lot well, of ways. Well, I think it's well, yeah, that's true. I think it's is more sci-fi than horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's my other argument too: is uh, Peel, Jordan Peel, yeah. the director, he said on a couple of occasions the biggest influence for this movie was Stafford Wives, which I think we considered a horror film. See, I thought it was a. This, mm. We'll have to listen back to that uh, yeah, episode I'll and see. Uh, he also considered. Uh, uh, what is it? Night of the Living Dead, which is a horror film, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, there was another one he wanted to say. There was some other film that he he related it to. Um, damn it, I can't remember what it was. But uh, I think Wicker Man, maybe. But yeah, all the, like he related it to like uh-huh. the original. Wicker I know, Man. I know. I just always my mind just always goes <laughs> to Nick Cage. But yeah, like, uh, and those are purely horror films. So I, I consider, and I think he's even said too, like this. Although I think he's also said this movie's a documentary, not necessarily. So yeah, so know. it's like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But either way, I don't know. I it's a weird it a fuzzy film. thing. I remember thinking about it a while. I'm trying to figure out why. Unfortunately, I can't think of my argument right, about right. the differences. I just say like, the monsters are horrible. <laughs> I also think it's something about the tone of like something horrific happens. Right. And it's like yes, there's horrific things, but I feel like it's more on you're more tense and on the edge of your seat. Right. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a black person, so I don't know how I would feel watching that movie if I would be horrified or not. I mean, you're comfy in your white. You that's know, true. Skin. You're right. You know, and so I'm just being thrilled. Exactly. As <laughs> gross as that sounds. I know. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I think okay, we could argue. Yeah, you're right. That's hor- moment, but yeah. comedy. That's the big one. Yeah. It's hard for a comedy to get best picture. How do you know? Yeah, it has comedic moments. Okay, but is it a don't comedy argue comedy? that this wasn't a comedy. That there was a fucking TSA guy that was hilarious in the entire film. He's one. He's the comic relief though. Like this is what comic relief 
make him make it a comedy. So what is it then? Because no one else in that movie is funny. Uh, no, there's some funny people in it. There's mm-hmm. funny moments in it that whenever uh, uh, the dad is funny at the very beginning when he says the joke of like, oh, I would have voted for Obama three times. Yeah, yeah. Like there are funny moments throughout but the is, film. But is that, okay, is that what, funny what or what horrific? Is, all right, fine. What is the genre then, Ethan? Look, man. Psychological it's a, thriller. It psych- happens every fucking time. <laughs> no, no, man. Horror psychological thriller <laughs> with a dash of comedy. Look, man, putting things in genres is also something that I feel is yeah is a little dated. Because things don't fit into these boxes, man. It's like a want, spectrum. You do want them, yeah. You do want movies to do that, but I think the, the the reason you put movies in genres is so you can describe them to someone who's never seen them before. True. So, like, when someone hasn't seen Get Out, I would describe it as it's kind of like a horror comedy film about this. Yes. I wouldn't say it's a. It's like a. It's it's like a psychological thriller drama, and then they'll go in and they'll start laughing, and they're like, "Why am I laughing at this? It must not be very good." Yeah, I don't know, but like some people might not find that stuff as funny, though. You know, they had that comic relief, but then a lot of parts might not be actually funny. They might find it very shocking and scary. Know. You know, Mr. White Skin over here. You know, maybe some things are scary. Yeah, I'm not white. Oh shit! <laughs> Mr. Sly- My last name ends in a vowel, bitch. Shit! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I uh, Mr. Tanskin. Mr. Tanskin. Uh, um, what was I gonna say? Okay, so let's. So you think Get Out should win? I think it should win totally. I yeah. think I think it takes a concept and has fantastic a- acting. I really can't think of a flaw in the film. That's the thing. It's mm. like all these movies are gonna be like, well, this part was slow. This person didn't act well. Saw so Boom Mike once. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, but like I think about Get Out all the time. I've only seen it once, right. but I still think about it a lot. Like mm. it's one of those films that like has things to say. Right and like delivers on almost all those promises that it makes, and also yeah. has like it it injects like dark comedy into it that's really funny, mm-hmm. um, and then like actually says stuff about it, right? You know, while it, also it, being entertaining, while also being one hundred percent entertaining, and definitely has that thrilling ride, right? Thrilling mm-hmm. ride while having horrific experiences at the <sighs> same time. But anyway, <laughs> I see um, what you're saying. Honestly, you're you're actually convincing me that it might win Best Picture. Because it might like, because it is it's one of those ones that's like. It gripped, it gripped the nation. It did. People talked about people this talked film. about it for a long time, yeah. and still people still are like, "Man, it. that movie's great." Yeah. Freaking Darkest Hour. No, I've, man, no I've only heard that in passing, and when people say it, they're like, "No one's actually seen it." Yeah. No, yeah. Let's go down the list. No one's seen Darkest Hour mm-hmm. except for like your dad. <laughs> no one's seen Phantom, Phantom Thread. Thread except like your grandma. Like three billboards. No one's seen except you. Except for me. <laughs> except for except it. for me and like uh, white guilty people. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, according right. to HuffPo. Um, yeah, like three billboards is good, but again, it didn't really grip a nation. Yeah. You know. Um, I would say that as the step goes up, I think really people really like the Shape of Water a I lot. Agree. I really like Shape of Water. I think that was... I think it's a really good picture. Absolutely. But it's a monster movie, and I think. If anything, it'll win best directing. I agree. I think, it, I, I think I think it, it deserves should. best directing. I think it should win that. Yeah. More so than like uh best picture. Because in the end, like it's its message is very nice mm-hmm. and awesome, but it's not doing anything like crazy, like out of the ordinary, but it's super well executed. Totally. I agree. I um, agree completely. I think it should win best director. Um 
Yeah. The post people like the post a lot, but then they're kind of like, nah. I haven't heard anyone who's seen it. Really? I yeah. heard a lot of people have seen it. Maybe because I love work with my journalist people. That's but, true. Um, yeah, they, they, everyone says it's good, but I don't think it set the world on fire. It's no uh, All the President's Men. It's, it's All the President's it's Men. It's like, you know, it's yeah. no Spotlight, which is also interesting. The Spotlight won at one point. It did. It won, it won Best Picture without any, it being nominated anywhere else. Yeah. So that's Director was a nominator or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think get out my win. You're actually making you're making a case for it. Well, like, I don't know. Well, we got you got uh we care about Dunkirk, man. We care about that. <laughs> we care about Dunkirk. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dunkirk I think uh, should we talk about Dunkirk? Yeah, we should talk about we Dunkirk since we saw it. Um I really liked that movie a lot. I liked it a lot. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was really good looking. It's weird watching a a PG thirteen war film. I felt like they did it okay though. Like I didn't at one point go like there's no blood in this. There's no blood, but it's still like very violent. It's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, like they still get that horrific uh, things of war across without using blood. But I think it's it's interesting. It's very restrained. So that way, it's like, oh shoot, you can show us to like you know kids and be like, hey, look how terrible the actual war like is. yeah the this Dunkirk uh, yeah. thing. Especially if you're in Britain, you're like, where's educational film? Yeah. Um, and I think one thing I really like about it is how they don't have like any intro. It's just like or dialogue. It really. just goes. It's, it's just like very quiet. It just is like, all right, we have this one short dialogue of just like, here's this thing happening. Right. We're just gonna talk about it a little bit. The movie just drops and right then we into just, it. Yeah, and then you just go, and it's like, here's here's the different timelines that you got going on, mm-hmm. or different like hours, right, that are happening, right. And there you go, and that's it. You just go, and you just see these people do this like crazy ass shit, right. That. You know, I think it helped a lot with having the context of watching Darkest Hour. That's and, a very good and point. And being like, oh, I know I know what's happening. I know why this is so critical to get all these people out of here. Because mm. this is all the British Army. Right. That's what was great. I remember we watched it. And then I, I, like, I like leaned over to you. And I'm like, we could edit Darkest Hour in this movie together. It would totally work. Yeah. Like, it would totally, like, sync Completely up. different tones. Totally different tones. Um, yeah. The movie was really well shot. I liked everything. I liked, uh, I do think the directing was actually pretty good it was really good it was really good in it, was it. Very good. um uh can we discuss the changing aspect ratios the cha- I, yeah th- that's one thing that i didn't bother me at first when i watched like the dark knight but that was because like you're seeing it on like a big screen you're seeing it on a big screen and it happens only once in a while like big action scenes and the mm. rest of the dialogues and small things true it seemed very weird when it switched to i thought i could have sworn i heard this movie was completely shot in imax me too but apparently there's like maybe like not even that many like a handful of scenes that don't seem to have anything different about them that were shot in like regular 35 millimeter type it's weird too because sometimes they'll shoot a scene in imax and then they'll cut and then they'll cut back to the same scene and it's a different aspect ratio yeah like it's weird there's one scene where like a kid's looking off the the boat and it's like full screen and then it cuts and then it cuts back again it's a different aspect ratio it's like why did you pull out another camera mm. for this like what's what 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 is being like well, expressed this yeah, at way? this point it's like what's yeah it almost feels like a limitation more so like a crutch more so than like it, an it actual it took me like, out of the film more often than that oh yeah i will say i didn't i didn't appreciate that but it happened very little more so, but yeah. it did happen enough to be distracting. I will, will say. Well, that. it happened like during dialogue scenes, which was weird. Like I remember that's how it usually goes. Like the dialogue scenes, they want to use smaller cameras because right. it's easier to shoot with. But also, right. it's like I guess the action scenes are so well choreographed that they're like, okay, we're gonna get this in one shot or two takes maybe. Well, I get why you would use. Like I understand why you would use like an uh, an IMAX camera because you know the beach and the mm-hmm. water and the sky. It's so flat. And you want to see how wide it is and you want to see everything in the same like. You know. It did look really cool on the projector here. It did. It actually filled up the entire projector, which is something movies never do. No, never ever. Um, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, it really kind of took me out more often than not. And then whenever I would see it, I'm like, well, why are we doing this? Like, 
There must be some kind of uh, yeah. To me, instead it. of behind a meaning, it, to me it seemed like it was limitations, Maybe. which was a big bummer to me because it could have been like, you know, uh, a cool stylistic choice where it's like, oh yeah. well, this is where they're like the aspect ratio is tight because they're trapped in the submarine or whatever. Or right? Like, yeah, 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 totally. The, uh, or like, like they're on the, the boat or something. Yeah, they're on the tiny boat. And they're kind of screwed. Like now it's a smaller aspect ratio, but no, I think it just purely comes down to limitations of yeah. some sort of filming thing. It must have been, which is a bummer. It is. A bummer. I think that hurts the film a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I really like that movie. It gives, it just gives you that whole. It, you like war movies in general. Too. I do like. I, well, no, because some of them I don't like. Some of them are like, don't give you that tension or don't make you care about the. What's characters. your favorite war film? Longest Day. Longest Longest Day is really good. That movie's fucking amazing. Longest Day is really good. Bridge over River Kwai. Bridge like, over River Kwai, but it's oh, uh, that is a really it's so fucking good though. Good movie. Also, we uh, always talk about that movie. I know it's so podcast. good. Watch it if you haven't already. Great guys. Escape, it's fantastic. Great Escape is pretty good. I need to see that one. That one is much different. That's not like a traditional war movie. Yeah, um, I've seen Chicken Run, so I get it. Yeah, it's basically Chicken yeah. Run. Um, Save Me Private Ryan. See, I've never seen that one. I know I missed that. What? I know. Oh my god, that all, movie's fucking awesome. Out of all the war movies, I still have not seen that. I one. think you really like that one. If yeah. you like Dunkirk, I think you'll really like. Especially because I've seen Banner Brothers like so many times, I've never seen the. That's so crazy. But Saving Private Ryan is not based on real people, man. That's true. It isn't. Um, it's based on like similar, similar situations. Dun- similar to Dunkirk, like there's all most of the characters are made up. Right. That's it was true. more to like just make tension, but I mean, all all the actions are real, but the characters were not. Totally. Totally. Um. Well, yeah, that's how you need to like explain certain scenes too, you know, in order to get a good idea of what's happening where. You yeah. need to, yeah, you need to create these characters. Totally, right. and that's fine. I think, yeah, I think the direction was really powerful in this. I agree. Um, and being able to keep that tension almost throughout most of the film is really, really hard to do to make in a film with three separate scenes with happening. Three separate scenes happening at the same time, but you're still like on the edge of your seat, like most of the time. You're having like anxiety. Most of the time, yeah. You know, just get that like that good thriller, that good thriller shit. I remember when we were watching it too, a lot of people were going like, really? Like more? Like what else could happen? Like what more And that's what I like in movies like yeah, that, where yeah, it's just yeah. like more bullshit. And it's like yeah. just show how fucking hard it was. Because mm-hmm. that's something, you know, that I really enjoy seeing because it's just like, man, show how fucking shitty this shit was. Yeah, seriously. Eight, and they did it in a PG-13 movie. It, yeah, that's true. They did do that. Um, they, they did create a lot of tension in a PG-13 film. Yeah. Yeah. And you you said that, you uh, you made the joke that like Hans Zimmer made like the like, soundtrack with the clocks. He did. He did. And I looked it up. He actually yeah, used Yeah, he his, totally did. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was a cool take. Like it I is. think he does some, every so often Hans Zimmer, like I feel like Hans Zimmer makes so much music. Oh, yeah. Um, it all starts to sound the same. It all starts to sound the same, but then every so often he like finds a new thing. Yeah. And usually it's for Chris Nolan movies, usually. Usually, yeah. Um, where he finds like a new gimmick and he's like, I'm gonna run this gimmick like to the ground. And Probably because Chris Nolan allows him to do something like that. Yeah, that could be true. Everyone's yeah. like, I want the Hans Zimmer like beats. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, give me that Pirates of the Caribbean, man. Yeah. I will say, honestly, like I'm man, I got out of I don't know if this is people are gonna hate me for this or not. I got out of like Interstellar and I fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated that movie so I never saw it fucking much i heard a lot of things about it and i didn't I, I think the thing is is like even dark knight dialogue rubs me the wrong way a lot of the time i oh, just yeah. think he's just terrible so when i heard this movie has like no dialogue and it's like it's yes. all o- only everything that's said in this is e- is just for like plot movement. Yes. yes every single thing the rest is shown visually absolutely and it's like there's certain things that are just clearly like, visually clearly visually which yeah. is very cool which is very good yeah and it, it just goes to show how good of a fucking visual director nolan mm-hmm. is he's a great he's a great like that's the thing people are like Oh man, Zack Snyder's a great visual director. It's like, nah, no, nah. nah, he makes pretty shots. Yeah, he does. He doesn't tell a story visually. No, absolutely. He well, really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christian Nolan is very, very good at making a visual visual director. And like you are aware of what's going on. Uh-huh. You are never in question of like, oh, what's that guy doing? Who's that guy holding? Yeah. You yeah. Know? 
Like, there's one scene in the movie, spoilers, uh, where uh, Tom Hardy is, like, flying over the, the uh, his friend who, like, crash-landed in the water. And we see from his point of view, like, a hand wave. And we're like, okay, good, he's safe. And then we cut down to that guy later in the movie and realize he was waving because he was trying to get out. Like, yeah. And it's like, he had to that's shoot such that. A, that's such a good, like, yes, fake out. It is. And the fake out with, like, Silly Murphy, like, showing again, you're like, oh, motherfucker, this is... What, what the? Oh, he man, he was on the boat, and it's saying, you know, oh, that's not gonna end well for these guys yes, going on next. Exactly. Like, it was a very the, the non-linear type storytelling worked, worked really well really in this well. movie, and was yeah. kept you really interested. It in added another level of like tenseness to it. Yeah, because it could have been very linear, and I was wondering, like, well, when I was gonna watch this, like, is this gonna actually show like everything, mm. or is it gonna be like very linearly, or is it actually gonna like? Do something interesting, and he totally does something interesting with it. Very interesting. Like, it seemed really cool. I um, really enjoyed this film, and I, I I respect Christopher Nolan a lot more. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. I honestly do. I think he should maybe not write dialogue, and maybe just direct things. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Don't please, please don't, don't stop please, writing dialogue, please, because like, you made an impressive ass movie. <laughs> well, I remember one time we were we were we were watching the movie, and uh-huh. uh, like Tom Hardy keeps doing shit, and I, I went like, "You've given them everything." Yeah. Not everything. Not, Not yet. yet. I'm going to keep doing this. And it's just so, like, that kind of dialogue can be so fucking cringy. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't say anything. No. No one he says just, anything in this film. He just does this shit. And it just and It just works. shows because it just shows, like, hey, you show the thing, we understand Tom Hardy's a badass in this yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. He's a fucking badass in yeah. this film. Yeah. Yeah. I like Dunkirk. I don't think it'll win Best Picture. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think so either, which, um, yeah, because, I mean, they. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, ah, good, let's pat on the back. Sort yeah, of nomination. Great job. Good job. You made a good one, Christopher Nolan. It's an honor nominated, right? Out of these ten movies or whatever totally. we have, which is a lot now. Remember when it was only five? Yeah. And people got mad. I think it was because I feel Dark- like it was twelve at one point too. It might have been twelve, but I think they might have I know it was five yeah. for a while. And then I think Dark Knight happened and people were mad it got snubbed. Oh really? I think it might have been Dark Knight. Or maybe I'm thinking some movie got maybe because it's like there's not enough room because they got to get those artsy movies in there's not enough for like actual right. like good good like mainstream movies right right that right. kind of break through the threshold being like oh these aren't just like at dumb blockbusters yeah, yeah at least give them like a domination which i think is what dunkirk kind of is where it's like this is there was a it was really during summer right like yeah. early summer and it was like a big budget like studio film big budget studio film but actually it was like oh man this is actually like really good compared to all those dumb studio films mm-hmm. um and that uh, Almost, but then kind of makes you think like Get Out was like super popular too. Like, if would this got nominated? I hope so. Like, when there was only five, right? 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 I hope so because I hope it's gonna win, but yeah. I don't think it will. I don't know why. I just it, I think in my gut, I just don't think it'll win. What will win? I think, um, Get Out. I don't you think, don't think I don't think it will. I think it should. I don't think it will for some reason. What do you think will? That's my question now. I still think Ladybird for some reason. Wow, really? I don't know why. Something about it. Mm, it does have a really high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It does have a rot- really high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. But I also think like it's one of those things that people are like really like. Mm. And I don't know anyone who's seen it and been like, the movie wasn't good. Because mm. um, it's really well liked. But yeah. that I think, if anything, I know we talked about Guillermo del Toro should get Shape of Water, which Definitely. I think he might. I think I he does. He, he it should be best director. I think you're right about that. Um, but I think Jordan Peele might win that instead. Yeah, that's true. As a not win best picture. Here's my but maybe. Qu- here's my know. question. We mm-hmm. said Dunkirk together. Did anyone smoke in the film? I feel like they did because it's World War. There was the opening where the kid goes into the ashtray and tries to grab a cigarette. Yes, that's it. There you go. So now there's cigarettes and all the best picture nominations. Wait, is there one in um huh. three billboards? Yes. 
Okay. You asked that the last time too. I just wanted to double check. I understand. So yeah, it's interesting. All the best pictures um, are basically selling cigarettes to people. There you go. It's kind of fucked up, kinda guys. Fucked up, guys, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, it's big cigarettes. Oscar's so white, lungs so black. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, All right. do you have any other things you want to talk about the Oscars? We're gonna have like a cool little party here at the house. We are. We're gonna have a, a yeah, an other half Oscar party. At yeah. Because since, since we you know since we're so knowledgeable about all the movies and all our friends are like. <laughs> Stupid plebs. We're gonna be the Hollywood elite. We are gonna be the Hollywood. And we're talk about show like up in suits and ties. Yeah, we're gonna be like, wow, look how smart we are. Mm-hmm. Look at all the stuff I'm gonna have a know. Bluetooth in my ear the entire night. Yeah. Be like, oh, excuse me. Uh, I have to uh, talk to my client. Y- yeah, I have to talk to my client. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Travolta. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I have seen all the Best Picture nominations, and I think you should work with a director who's not gonna win Best Picture <laughs> this time, but they'll get it next time. Yeah, I feel like I've said all that I wanted to say in the last episode. Like again, I stand behind the thing that um, Florida Project should have been nominated. If it had been nominated, I think it would have won, uh, or should have won. Um, and I think people, more people, need to look out for those kinds of films, those those movies that weren't nominated but deserved it. Any other ones you could think of that were more nominated but deserved it? I can't. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of them. Uh, nothing comes to my mind. What about you? Not that I could think of really. Um, just gonna go through the other stuff that was nominated real quick. Oh yeah, like nominated in other categories. But no, 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 just nominated for best picture. But I'm just seeing oh, if they're nominated okay. in any other categories. Um, any animated features? Coco uh, was. Go- I think Coco was really good. I don't know if it should have been nominated. Man, I really wish I had fucking seen that movie. Yeah, you really should. You still got a chance. I guess I do. Still got a chance. Uh, is Big Sick nominated for anything? I think it's uh, best original screenplay. Yeah, best screenplay, right? I like that movie enough, but I don't think it's best picture worthy. I, I, you know what? I really like Blade Runner 2049. I feel like that should have been nominated, at least for. I don't know. I really fucking like that movie. You like that movie a lot. I like it. I don't think I like it as much as you guys do. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's a good movie. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if it's best picture though. It's too. It's too sci-fi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what I like about it. I know that's what I like about it too. Yeah. But I feel like you know the Academy. You know they don't care about they that. Don't kind care. Of thing. Sci-fi is like the thing that almost never ever gets nominated for best picture. As far as best animated movies go, now. We're going to talk about in the very next episode, the episode that's also going to be released today about Boss Baby. Uh, this episode's coming way before Boss Baby, so it's okay. fine. <laughs> well, the very next. We correct ourselves now. Yeah. Um, do you think Lego Batman should have been up for best animated film? Yeah, but they hate those people for some reason. Right? Fucking last year or the year before, the Lego Movie wasn't nominated, yeah. which is bullshit. That movie rocked. Yeah, and even Lego Batman, despite not being as good, no, still should have got something. You know, should have gotten something. Um, also, another movie I want to bring up is uh, Baby Driver didn't get nominated. Yeah, you know why, though. Why? Kevin Spacey's in that film. Uh, that's a good point. Damn. Does he just taint that? But he's uh, nominated for film editing, sound editing. I guess you're right if he's in that main movie. He's on the poster. He can't he can't put the poster of the movie up and be like, this movie's going to win. Uh, that's a good point. It's a fucking shame. That is also interesting how um, uh, James Franco never got nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, isn't that despite, funny? Despite winning the Golden Globe. Like, he didn't even get nominated. Like, expect a nomination. Did anything right? from that movie get nominated? I Nothing, right? So, which is so. Not like, even Best Adapted Screenplay? That's kind of a shame. I don't think. Let's see, Adapted Screenplay. Oh, no, it did get Best Adapted there you Screenplay. Go. That's the one thing you can throw at it. Oh, man, Logan. I yeah. Logan. Logan. Yeah, too sci fi. Even yeah. though it's technically like superhero, like I think it's just I think even though it's definitely a cut above all other superhero movies mm-hmm. because of just how much different it is, and even then it even seems like kind of Oscar baity. It came out too early, yeah. and it's just superhero shit. It's just so they're just gonna be like, weird. yeah, they're gonna be like, I don't understand. He's old and has like knives and stuff. Why does he have knives coming out of his hands? I don't get it. I don't get the hand knives. That that, that wasn't in Lady Bird. Um, <laughs> and everything else. 
Hey, with Star Wars. No, I just like that picture. I people don't, don't like Star Wars. Yeah, pe- also people don't like Star Wars right now for some reason. A Ghost Story was really good, but again, that movie that has, had uh, Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck, and apparently they don't like him now. They liked him a while ago. They don't like him now. What? What the fuck, man? It's weird, right? You know why though? It's because of his his fucking brother and shit. What does his brother do? His brother's fucking Ben Affleck. Oh ben, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. total. He's and he was best friends with Weinstein yeah, but now, back in the day. Yeah, I was gonna say, but now Weinstein's down, so it's like, oh, okay. that's probably true. You think it is? Probably. Totally is. And totally like, is. We gotta cut all ties with anyone who's friends with them. Get out of here, Casey. Yeah. Also, he was had a sheet on the whole time, so I don't know how good of an acting you can be. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> the movie itself looked really good, and it was kind of. I nice. heard it was good. Like it I was. heard it from a lot of people. It's on Amazon Have Prime. Yeah, I saw it on Amazon Prime. It was really good. Yeah. The Black but. Coat's Daughter. That movie rocked. Black Coat's Daughter. It was a horror it. film. Oh. It's really good. It's directed by Oz Perkins, the uh, son of Anthony Perkins from Psycho. Well, you see, only psychological thrillers can win, not horror movies. That's so. a good point. That's what People could about. argue that movie's a psychological thriller, though. You can argue anything's a psychological Clearly. thriller. Clearly. I mean, Dunkirk, pretty psychologically fucked up. <laughs> you were thrilled the entire time. That's a good point. But yeah, that's all I've got to say, I think. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? It might not be all I have to say, but that's all people can stand. Yep. Yep. So we're going to cut it off here. All right, guys. Thanks, uh, everyone. What movie do you think you do you think will win? Why don't you email us at emailtheotherfpodcast.com or post it on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you should also find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while we're there, leave a five-star review. We'll read it on the show and what it says. Even if it says that um, Weinstein's a cool guy. Oh, God. No, we won't. <laughs> Stop it, Mike. All right. All right, guys. Uh, good night. Enjoy the other episode that we posted, and have a good evening. And enjoy the Oscars. And if you liked episodes like this, let us know, and we will do something. Oh yeah, we'll it. do some extra. Like this, we shoot the shit. I would. Why not? Yeah, man. Let's talk about politics. Hey guys, if you want to join some other like-minded fans of this podcast, you can check out our Discord, which can be linked in the latest podcast going forward, as well as theotherhalfpodcast.com. If you wanted to discuss movies we've watched on the podcast, if you want to recommend movies for future episodes, or if you want to watch movies, we'll have uh, movie nights on the Discord. You can pop in, watch the movies with us and other fans of the podcast. There's also a section on the Discord where if you want to, you can learn more about my Twitch stream. But, you know, you don't have to. If you don't want to, it could be purely about the podcast. But if you do want to, it's really great. And sometimes I'm on stream too, every other Thursday. Check it out. We play horror games specifically. You can get notified whenever a new podcast episode or whenever Ethan's live on Twitch, which is pretty often. You get to see our pretty faces as well as other people that like the podcast and watch Ethan's stream. Yeah, so come join. The Discord is your oyster, guys. Do whatever you want with it. The Discord is your oyster.